Hi friends, how are you guys doing? Happy Sunday. <laughs> Happy Sunday and to all my friends in Germany, it's the second Sunday before Christmas. So that's we when we all celebrate where we light the candle. So today in Germany, everybody's lighting the second candle. So happy second advent to everybody in Germany. And also this is episode 69. I can't believe it, 69. So I'm so happy to have you here. Um, as, as I said yesterday, I wasn't quite sure if I'm going to do uh, a live today, depending on how I feel. And luckily, like, I think I'm still not back to my energy, but I do feel a lot better, which is very good. And I hope it will stay that way. But <laughs> as I woke up today and I thought, wow, finally, I'm feeling better. We were really thinking, okay, now things, finally, things start falling into place again. But the universe had new challenges for us. So currently, we're not in Sayulita but in Mexico City. <laughs> so, um, yeah, today it was a travel day. Um, we were planning to go back to Sayulita, which we, for which we had to take a, a taxi to the airport in Tuxla, from there a flight to Mexico City, and from there another flight to Puerto Vallarta, and then another Uber for an hour to Sayulita which is usually no problem. But I was still like nervous, like still, will I be fine? Like also, will I feel well enough for the whole trip and everything? But I woke up this morning and it wasn't that bad. So I thought, well, yeah, I, th I guess when we're back in Sayulita, then yeah, it's just all good, whatever, whatever that was. So we went to, we packed everything up. We went to the airport, everything went smoothly. We had to wait a while at the check-in for some reason, but well, no problem. And then he was saying, well, your flight from Mexico City to Vallarta was canceled. And we're like, okay, so do you have another flight then? Or what are we going to do? And he's like, yeah, there's another flight tomorrow at 7 a.m. And we're like, okay, tomorrow at 7 a.m. So what are we going to do for the night? Like, I was still trying to stay calm and, like, find a solution. And he's like, no, you cannot do anything, so I'll book you on the flight tomorrow at 7. There's only eight seats left, so you better book that now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. So I was trying to explain in Spanish because he didn't speak a word English, and I, like, I was already feeling stressed. I was, like, with my health. I was still not back at my energy. Like, I was so struggling to find the right words in Spanish. It was so challenging. I was trying to explain because this is not something new for us. We have had that case in the past in Portugal, but, you know, like, usually it's not a problem when you don't, like, need necessarily to be somewhere the next day or something. But uh, usually, like, when you need to stay a night somewhere, then usually the airline um, comes up for the cost for the accommodation and everything. So I was trying to explain him, so what's going to happen, what's going to happen with the accommodation, and also we already have booked that other place in Sayulita, so, I mean, like, what's going to happen? And he was, like, not very willing to help at one point, but then also not very, like, the communication was super bad at the other side, and then the third thing was... He was not really, I think he just didn't know very much about the procedure and how things would usually go if flights were canceled and people need to reschedule for the next day. 
So it was a real struggle with that guy. So we ended up understanding that we would get a voucher of 2,000 pesos each. So that would be, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to recalculate it later on, which is not that bad, but for another flight with their airline. And we were like, well, we're not actually sure if we're going to book another flight with that airline. Also, because we're not sure like how many other flights we will do in Mexico before heading home to Germany. So that will not really help us right now. Also, like we're still, we still have to pay for the accommodation. That's just, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Okay, so finally, apparently at some point I realized, okay, there's no, no other way what we could do. So, okay, let's go with the voucher. And then, but then I asked him if there was another flight uh, the next day, a little bit later, because so then we could work in the morning. Also, Stefan has all his meetings in the morning, so he could still do them. And then we could take a flight uh, the middle of the day. So we had the next communication problems. And I swear... My Spanish was not the problem, I swear. But also maybe because like everybody's wearing the masks, it's loud at the airport. It was, it was, it was terrible. It was such a challenge like for us to communicate and to find a solution. So finally, um, because <laughs> I asked him, he said at seven, I'm like, isn't there a flight a little bit later? And he's like, no, there's no flight later. He said, there's another one at 6 a.m. I'm like, no, no, later. He's no, no, at 6 a.m. And I'm like, okay, so there's only two flights the whole day? And he's like, no, there's later ones, but only at 1, at, like, at 1 p.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was asking about the one at 1 p.m. Like four questions before that. It was so difficult with him. I don't know. So finally he booked us on the later flight, which was good. So I thought, okay, now we're finally done. He's, he's finally checking in our suitcase and everything. Okay. So he's handing me over the, the confirmation ticket for the suitcase. And he's like, here you go. You can pick up your suitcase in Puerto Vallarta. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Now we're staying for 24 hours in Mexico city and you're Directly transferring our suitcase to Vallarta. Oh my gosh, this cannot be true. This cannot be true. And I was like, when I explained him, I was like already laughing so much because I just could not believe what is happening. And so he did not say anything else. He just rebooked the, the suitcase so we could pick it up in Mexico City because like obviously like all our clothes are in there, in there the bath things, the toothbrush, the pajamas, everything. So yeah. Whatever. I'm like, this cannot be real. So finally, after half an hour at the check-in, um, we were finally, we finally, um, well, had our boarding passes for that day and the next day. But we were still thinking like, what are we going to do? We were also trying, maybe we could get on another flight with a different airline that the same day from Mexico City to, to Vallarta, because maybe that flight is even cheaper than finding an accommodation here in Mexico City. But then it turned out we would have we would have to wait for six hours at the airport and then arrived at midnight in Sayulita. So we were like, and it would be more expensive than spending the night here. So we would be like, no, we don't want to do that. So we ended up booking a place in Mexico City. And actually, like, I kind of like the idea to stay in Mexico City again because we were back here in March one time and in April one time and both 
both times we truly enjoyed it. It's such a beautiful city with so much green, with so many nice places and cafes and parks and restaurants and I don't know, there's just this vibe of the city and uh, maybe also because we've been here a couple of times now, it it kind of feels familiar. So yeah, we were like, maybe that's a chance to, to stay here for a night and get a little bit time here at least. So when we finally get there to the place, then we could still like have another two hours to walk around to enjoy the parks or yeah, do something outside. But then we still thought like, Somehow they have to, I mean, we, we did some research on the internet. Usually the airline covers for the accommodation if they just cancel the flight. And um, we, we also read that this is also the law in, in Mexico and in probably the whole world. So we were still like, okay, this is very strange that this whole procedure is handled so complicated, but maybe just this guy at the at the check-in airport, also Tuxla is not a huge airport, so maybe he just didn't know any better. But then probably when we were in Mexico City, I'm sure they have like a, a customer support counter or service uh, center or something where they would know better and we could just go there when we arrive and just ask them and they would tell us like what package they could offer us or whatsoever, what's the usual procedure and then we're fine, whatever. But now we've booked our accommodation, we look forward to Mexico City, so it's all good. So when we finally, I think I think there were also more, more things that happened on the plane. I don't know, I can't remember. Oh, anyways, the good thing on the plane they had to say, we were... Um, we were in the exit row, which I never like because you need to put all your things up. And I don't know. I think today was one of the days where I felt people were just not caring about us at all, even though we were the customers. Like also in the exit row, it was not us who chose the places. And she kept talking to me in Spanish in so in such a quick speed, like I could not understand anything. And I was like, I mean, she must have realized that I cannot understand anything, but yeah, whatever, right? But it was so nice because at some point we saw those huge mountains outside the windows and I was looking it up on Google Maps, what mountains it is. And we actually saw three of the biggest mountains of Mexico. We just flew right around them, which was incredible. The highest one, which is uh, El Pico de Arizaba, Orizaba, I think it's called, which is 5,600 meters high and the top is covered in snow. It was so pretty to see that from the plane. And then the other two were the, the famous Popocatepetl. And the third one, I can never remember the name, the one that's very next to Popocatepetl. So that was, that was super nice to see those mountains. So I think that was one of the few highlights, at least today. So then we finally arrived in Mexico City, and already something something went went wrong with the with the baggage claim because for some reason we waited forever, like all of all all people from the plane for our suitcases, but it was just right next to the where the, the gateway where we landed. I don't know what they were doing. So finally we had our suitcase and we had it outside and it was actually kind of nice because we already know the airport. We've been there a couple of times now and we were like looking for this um, airline center desk whatsoever. And 
And we finally found it and there were like tons of people and I was approaching the first guy and we thought maybe in Mexico City they would speak English just because like it's, I feel it's complicated. Maybe it's easier to do it in English. No, nobody speaks English. Okay. So me again in Spanish, which was, I really like speaking Spanish, but when you have a challenging situation and you're exhausted and you're not up to your total health and everything, it's just... It's just difficult. So again, I was trying to explain this uh, this guy what has happened and what we're looking for. And even before I can like end my first sentence, he was like, kind of go to my colleague over there. I'm like, okay, that's not really nice. So I was going to the next person. And she told us to go over there and they told us to go over there. So we were like heading back and forth and then ended up in a line. And in the line, there were like 20 people in front of us. But it didn't seem that that was the, the right line, lane because it was more for people who were trying to change their flights and get new tickets. But we already had the tickets. So we went back, approached another person. They were super unfriendly, like as, as unfriendly as the others were. But they were telling us that was the international lane. We didn't need to go to the national lane. So we went there. There were even more people. I was already tired. Like, I could just not believe. I just could not believe what was happening. Like, how difficult could that be? Like, also, like, probably this is something that can happen from time to time, right? Like, we're not the first people who that happens to. Like, there must be a usual procedure or something. I don't know. So finally we were in that line and we think we waited for, I don't know, 15 minutes. But then we also thought like there's more and more time passing by and the more time we lose here, the less time we will actually have to appreciate the city and go to the park because it will be dark at 6 p.m. So I was trying to to ask that woman if she could do anything for us or if she knew if there was an online form that we could that we could just file or something or if there's a phone number or something but also maybe she was just totally overwhelmed or not trained well or I don't know but she was also like she just didn't want to deal with us and I felt so disrespected I felt so I don't know. I found this so unpolite. I found this so not a great customer experience. Let's put it like that. But I also knew like I didn't have another chance and also it wouldn't serve me if I just get mad or whatever. So at some point I, I finally got her to approach her boss or something. And finally she gave us a phone number, but we knew like it doesn't make any sense to wait any longer in that line, which we also knew it's not... 100% sure that this is the lane that will actually get us to the person who would know what to do. So we just took an Uber, went to the went to the hotel that we booked, which is actually super nice. Um, so it's just a quick, a quick view through our room. And also the bathroom is actually super cute. <laughs> Sorry. Small, small apartment tour. Look at the cool walls. I really like it. Oh, and my messy wild hair. I think it's a perfect uh, reflection on how wild the day was. Or the last days, I guess. 
So anyway, so we landed here and it's a nice place and uh, we walked a little bit through the city. Oh, then we wanted to walk to the park, but it was already closed. So the story continues. I don't know. But still, we had a nice walk through Mexico City and now we're like WhatsApping back and forth with uh, the airline. And also like we've had so much luck in the past with other um, issues that happened like that where they ended up like really refunding us even way more than the value of the flight. So yeah, we just trust that it will all turn out and still like the accommodation here was not super expensive and it's all good. So now I'm sitting here telling you guys what's been going on here. And it's all, it's all like today I've really been thinking like, is it just me who's making it a big deal? Because I mean, we're all good. We're feeling better. We're safe. We're in Mexico City, which we like. We have a flight tomorrow to Sayulita. It's all okay. But at some point I kept questioning like, why is this all happening? Like, First, like this freezing apartment in, in San Cristobal, I think that also really gave us a hard time and might be part of why, why I've been sick. So that freezing apartment in San Cristobal, then me really getting sick again for such a long time, I feel like I think it was really three days and really kind of severe. Like I, I'm, I'm rarely, I rarely get sick and usually it's gone pretty quickly but there I really felt super bad and it was so so long it was very strange somehow so then and then today the whole travel issue and then also today is actually our 11th anniversary and we knew it's not ideal because we it's a travel day and everything and luckily we haven't we have a second date um, which is good so we just um, celebrate the second date I guess this year um, which is uh, December 17th, so that's good. But still, like, why, why is this all happening? I kept asking myself why this is all happening. And then I realized something. I think in all those moments where, like, it's always easy to feel great when things are going the way we want, right? So when things are not going the way we want or the way we planned or the way we wished. I learned today, I had the insight today that there's three different ways how we can deal with the situation. So until two years ago, I would definitely have been in the first of those three. Yeah, the first of those three, three options which would be totally being in victim, victim mode and anger. And I could feel that coming up today again, because I felt so helpless. I felt so helpless. I was kind of trying to do everything I could, um, still trying to be nice to everybody, um, still trying to, to find a solution, to make the best of it, to see the positive in it, everything. But like, if those other people do not want to cooperate or do not want to help me, like, it's very difficult, right? That's, I cannot control what other people are doing. 
So the first mode of those three is being in victim mode and getting angry. But when we are honest with ourselves, it's totally understandable, but it's not really helping us. It's not helping us because it's just draining our energy even more. And with that, it kind of, we kind of lose the possibility of, yeah, the, the opportunity of seeing other possibilities. So then the second one is really questioning why. Because this is actually coming from, what is the lesson here? This is actually coming from a growth mindset, which is something good. Like questioning, why is this happening? What is the, what is the lesson here for me to learn? What am I, what am I not aware here? Maybe what, what I, what haven't I taken into account? Like, you know, like, why is this all happening? There has to be a reason. Like, I truly believe in a power that is bigger than we are. So I totally feel myself very often still to be in that mode of questioning. There has to be a reason. Like, why is this question? Why is this happening? And today I was a lot in that energy. Why is this happening? I just like, there's just such a lineup on challenging events right now that I just haven't experienced in a very long time that so many different things are lining up. And then walking through the park today, or not the bar, but because the park was closed already, but to the city and still like being in the green of the city, another insight came. And the third mode is acceptance. And acceptance is not new for me. Like I've been talking a lot about acceptance in, in this whole life journey, um, in this whole 100 days life journey. But it was interesting for me to, to have this insight about those three approaches. So we can either be in, in, in victim mode and anger, like this should not be happening, resisting what is, right? But then it's totally draining our energy. Then we could ask like, what is the lesson here? Why is this happening? Is there something I've overseen? What, what do I need to learn here? But then it's also, I feel it's also a little bit draining the energy. It's also a little bit difficult because we're, um, I think it implies that we think something is not okay as it is. Something is missing. It's, it's implying some kind of lack, I feel. And then we have acceptance. And that's probably the most difficult part, the most difficult approach, but also the most powerful. Because when I realized, even if things are really challenging right now, what if I just, what if I just accepted them? What if it was just the universe giving me some more challenges to prove that I can live the life of my dreams regardless, that I can put out into the world what I want regardless. And I was also really questioning what was happening, not only because like the travel and so many things were lining up and our anniversary here and, um, but also because like 
the day before I got sick, the evening I got sick, I, I announced here on my life that I have put together something amazing for you guys. And I had so many ideas. There's two amazing things coming up and I was so excited to share them. I was so much in my energy. These things are so powerful and I cannot wait to, to get them out there. And I thought the next day I'm going to announce everything and I can't wait to, to get into it with all of you. And then I felt sick and I was just not, I mean, of course, right? When you don't feel well at all, like you don't want to announce anything. So, Hey, I just don't feel well, but here is it, right? It's no, it's just not feeling right. So I was really questioning, like, I really wanted to put this out because that's so valuable and it's going to be so much fun. I really, I'm really excited about it. And then, and then I was sick and then finally I felt like, okay, now I'm feeling better. So maybe I can announce it tomorrow. And then this is all happening. Like, what is going on? And then when I realized, what if it's, what if it's just the universe trying to, yeah, be in my power, bring out into the world, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what is happening. And finally, I felt so much relief. Finally, I felt so much relief. So I don't know if you have anything in your life that you maybe not so happy about how things are going or how things have developed. What if it didn't mean anything? What if all doors, all opportunities were still open for you? So I just wanted to share this story today to inspire you to also show transparency like what is happening here. Um, but also to, to share some insights that I've had about such situations. Also that it's normal when we feel helpless from time to time, but also like how we can always pick ourselves back up and focus on, on our goals, on who we want to be, on our dreams and still create the life that we decide. So... Thank you so much for being here. Um, also, if you know anybody who might benefit from it, I would be beyond grateful if you could share the message. Um, and besides that, I wish you the most beautiful start into the new week. Thank you so much for being here. All my love from Mexico City. And then tomorrow is hopefully going to be a Sayulita. All the best. Love you guys. Bye.